Hello and welcome back to Quick Shanti, the place where we digest timeless wisdom one bite at a time. Today I'm going to be sharing an old Sufi parable. Now the origin is not entirely clear, um, but my research did show me that it is really, really, really old and has been passed down orally for centuries before it was written down. Um, But despite its uncertain origins, the story of the horse, the sun, and the Sufi is a very popular tale that I'll be sharing with you today. Um, I've heard a lot of meditation teachers talk about it, which is um, how I came to came to find it, how I came across it. It's typically used to teach non-judgment and acceptance and essentially staying open to the unpredictability of life and its events. So I'm just going to dive straight in today. You can sit back, relax. It's a very quick little tale, but the story goes a little something like this. There was once a farmer who owned a horse and had a son. One day, the farmer's horse ran away, and the neighbors came to the farmer to offer their condolences. Oh, farmer, we're so sorry. What bad luck. I can't believe your horse is gone. How are you going to get around? What are you going to do? Ugh, it's horrible. The farmer simply replied, Who knows what is good and what is bad? All I know is my horse is gone. The next day, the horse returned with another wild horse, and the neighbors came to congratulate the farmer on his good fortune. Amazing! What good luck! What good fortune! It wasn't a bad thing that your horse left. Now you have two horses. The farmer replied, Who knows what is good and what is bad? All I know is my horse is back, and it brought a new horse along with it. The next day, the farmer's son decided to ride the wild horse, but he was bucked off, thrown off the horse. He landed and broke both of his legs. The neighbors again came to offer their condolences. Oh, how devastating. You're a poor boy. Now your son has broken both legs. He can't help you with your crops. Surely you will suffer great losses. What a horrible thing. And the farmer replied, Who knows what is good and what is bad? All I know is that my son fell and broke his legs. The following week, soldiers came to the village to draft all young men into the army. But the father's son was exempted because of his broken legs. Once again, the neighbors came to congratulate the farmer on his good fortune. Ugh, what good luck. What good luck that your son was thrown from that wild horse, that both of his legs were broken. Now he will certainly not die in this war, as will so many other young men. And once again, the farmer replied, Who knows what is good and what is bad? All I know is that my son did not have to go fight this battle. End scene. (laughs) So the story goes on to show the farmer's equanimity and acceptance of these life events and that essentially these are the qualities that allowed him to maintain a sense of balance and peace regardless of what happened. This Sufi tale teaches us that we cannot always know the ultimate outcomes of our experiences. The farmer's response to each event is one of acceptance and one of non-judgment. 
He recognizes that everything that happens can be viewed as neither good nor bad, but simply as events that occur. The parable also reminds us that in life, sometimes things that appear to be misfortunes can turn out to be blessings in disguise, and sometimes things that appear to be blessings can turn out to be misfortunes, depending on the circumstances. Now, the farmer here is a very unique, almost peculiar man. You know, if your kid breaks both of their legs, you're probably going to be upset. You're probably going to break a sweat, show some emotion. Same thing, if you lose your mode of transportation, you're going to feel something. So I just want to say, I think it's okay to accept your humanity if you feel like you're falling short in comparison to this farmer. When we look at the farmer, you know, our literal reasoning might say like, oh my God, he's void of emotion, or at least he's just boring. But that's not the point of the parable, right? Parables are meant to be hyperbolic. The point of exaggeration here is to emphasize the underlying spiritual lesson, which I'm going to narrow down to two main themes for you to take away. Number one, aim to live life with a sense of equanimity. Equanimity, equanimity, equanimity. (laughs) It's really a lovely word. It's one of my favorite words. Equanimity, for those who don't know, is a state of mental calmness and composure, especially in extreme situations. So imagine a chart with a wave that represents your life's ups and downs. Living with equanimity means striving to stay centered on a straight line that runs through the wave rather than getting pulled up by the peaks or sucked down by the valleys. And how do you do that? Well, this involves, you guessed it, mindfulness. To be equanimous, you must maintain a capacity to observe thoughts and emotions without getting carried away by them, so that you can respond to situations with clarity and wisdom, rather than reacting impulsively and slapping an immediate judgment on them. Equanimity is a quality that is often cultivated through practices like meditation, mindfulness, even self-reflection. Practices, you know, where you're actively creating space between your awareness and your thoughts, or your awareness and your emotions. You know, people wonder why practice mindfulness every day. Or why meditate every day? And I want to urge you to think about it. You know, it's not always about achieving immediate peace (laughs) or immediate calm. You know, it's a practice. It's called a practice for a reason. You know, it's very similar to the reasons why you go to the gym. It's about the long run, you know? It's about building that mindfulness muscle over time. So that when unpredictable events occur or those peaks and valleys show up, you're ready. You have the space to respond to events or big emotions with wisdom instead of impulsively reacting. Now, number two, the second and final takeaway for today. This parable teaches us about dealing with the unpredictability of life, the unknown future. When we're dealing with the anxieties 
of the unknown future, suffering oftentimes arises. Not necessarily from the event itself, but from our attachment to expectations and desires as they relate to the event. By practicing detachment, like our farmer friend, you can free yourself from some of that emotional turmoil that comes with the uncertainty of the future and instead turn toward cultivating a sense of peace and contentment in the present moment. You know, life is unpredictable. That's the way it is. And sometimes we say, oh man, life is so unpredictable. It's great. It's amazing. It's, 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 it makes you feel alive, right? And then sometimes it's like, oh God, I did not see that coming. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. And we might not be able to change events, but we can cultivate a practice that allows us to move more fluidly with life's events. This parable, it encourages us to cultivate an attitude of trust and acceptance, even when things don't go as planned. It it teaches us that we can't always know what's best for us. It's all about flowing with life. Accept the unpredictability. Detach from the expectations. All right. It was a quickie today. Um, That's all I have. I hope you enjoyed. I really love this little tale, and I aspire to be as unbothered as this farmer. Anyway, stay curious. Until next time.